0: Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, it's Nicole. How are you doing? I'm uh, Welcome to Healing Journeys Today. Today I just wanted to go back to the basics of the gospel. Although I shouldn't even call it the basics because the gospel is amazing. The gospel is the message the world needs to hear. I mean the gospel is the most important message we will ever hear. And so um and, and it's not complicated. I love what Andrew says. He says it's so simple you would need somebody to help you misunderstand it and the gospel is so he says the gospel is so simple even a child can understand it and so um, I just want to go back to the basics of the gospel because we think that we know it all the time and yet sometimes in our daily lives we forget it because in which I'm going to explain here but um, I saw this quote by Dan Moeller um, in my Facebook memories today, and I'm like, oh, this is great. It's perfect with, you know, what I wanted to share. And it says, the gospel reveals your value and the unfailing love of God toward your life. And I say big amen to that. And that's why I'm always talking about your worth and value to God. You know, and, and, and just his love towards you. That is my passion, you know, especially I've said this many times when you grow up feeling unloved and unaccepted and unapproved of to hear the gospel that that God because of Jesus and you just saying thank you, Jesus, and accepting the gift by faith you are approved of you are loved i mean you're loved no matter what whether you accept the gospel or not god loves everyone but you are approved of you are righteous you are forgiven you know and the list goes on it's a gift that we don't have to earn so this morning i was um just doing a little bit of reading and study in galatians and so i just decided to go back to galatians 1 And I want to read a few scriptures here um, about the gospel, what Paul said, but also I want to go back to the only recorded message in the Bible that that Paul has. So I thought that was very interesting to know that in Acts 13, it's the only recorded sermon that Paul did. And so I'm going to go to that in a little bit. But I just want to read some scriptures here. So if you have your Bible and you want to turn to Galatians 1, you can do that. Otherwise, I'm going to read it. And I have have so many different versions. I have to look. The English Standard Version today. So I'm going to start with verse 1. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, As we have said before, so now I say again if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so, you know, um, well, I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Let's go on further to verse 11. For I would, have, I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel, for I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. And so I want to stop there and just, I was reflecting on that, think about it, you know, Paul got a revelation from Jesus Christ of the true gospel, and he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And by the way, he had a bunch of Christians murdered, okay? So if you don't believe in the grace of God, I mean, talk about somebody who received God's grace and God's love and who ended up writing two-thirds of the New Testament. So no matter what you've done in your past, There is grace, there is healing, there is redemption. And take it from Paul, who had a bunch of Christians murdered who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. So I love that this is recorded um, so that we understand that it's not about us, it's about Jesus. And so he received the revelation through Jesus Christ. So I want to share to you that, you know, I have people come to me and, you know, ask me for the formula to be healed of bipolar disorder or whatever it is. And I understand their desperation. I really do. But I have said before, I can't give somebody a relationship with Jesus. That is something that needs to be uh, fostered, you know, by you or your loved one or whatever. And that's what God wants. He wants a relationship with you. So any barrier you have to receiving any of the promises of God, Jesus can reveal a revelation directly to your heart that will transform your life. And it comes through him. And so we can encourage you, the word can encourage you. Actually, it comes through the word as well. But you know, it's that relationship with Jesus. Ask him to reveal to you what you need to hear and he will do it. Just keep seeking him, just keep going to him in relationship, just keep talking to him, just keep asking him, Father, what scripture do you want me to meditate on? Whatever it is, it's not a formula, but I'm telling you right now, everything comes through a revelation of Jesus Christ and he will reveal it to your heart. And so if he did it for Paul, he will do it for us because he's no respecter of persons so I just want to encourage you in that and so I want to um jump to uh hmm I got the wrong oh I want to jump to Galatians um I want to jump to Galatians 2 15 and uh through 21 okay so we ourselves are jews by birth and not gentile sinners yet we know this is the gospel we know that a person is not justified by works of the law but through faith in jesus christ so when paul was talking about let somebody be accursed you know paul had said to them look it's not about your works anymore it's not about obeying the law it's not about this it's about putting your eyes on Jesus and what he did, but some of them were going back to the law. And I mean, that was their mentality back then, so it probably took some time for them. And, and, and sometimes it's hard to believe that all we need to do is receive the free gift and we don't have to strive to earn it. Um, we, I think a lot of us fall into that from time to time where, wait a minute, we don't have to do anything except for believe? I mean, come on, we must have to do this X, Y, Z. And the answer is Jesus did it all, his finished work. And that is amazing news. Um, so we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Um I'm going to go down to, okay, well, I'm going to go down to um, 20, verse, verse 19. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. So as a believer in Jesus Christ, you have Jesus Christ living inside of you, which is amazing news. Um, Christ in you, the hope of glory, Um, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. And so I want to go back because I was, you know, looking up some of these things here and that's what I wanted to share with you today. So I want to go back to Galatians uh, 2.16 here where it says, where am I? Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law but through faith in Jesus Christ. And so... I looked up that word justified, and it it means, the Greek word means, cleared of all charges. Cleared of all charges or punishment related to their sins. Made right, righteous, approved, judicial approval, acquitted, freed vindicated to declare pronounce one to be just and righteous to declare guiltless one accused to declare pronounce righteous therefore acceptable i mean this is a big deal this is the gospel you know that jesus came And took all of our sins and sicknesses upon himself and removed them. And now we have the gift of righteousness. And it's not about our works or our behavior. It's about receiving the free gift. And the deal is, when we understand the grace of God, that's when we don't want to go out and sin. If you have a true revelation of grace, I always like to say grace is a license to win, not a license to sin. And so to declare means to make a full statement state emphatically or affirm so it says to affirm one to be just and righteous to be made known so here's the deal if you're dealing with symptoms why 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 is it important to know this we have to remember this because for example, I was thinking of this, if you're dealing with symptoms of sickness, the accuser may come in, the enemy, may come in and try to tell you that you know, you're know you sick because you did something wrong, you're sick because you didn't do this, you're sick because of all these different things and so you're a defective Christian, there's something wrong with you. Or if you're struggling with an addiction or some kind of sin that, you know, Jesus has set you free from um, the accuser will come in and tell you those same things that that you're guilty and that, you know, God's going to punish you and God's mad at you and he's disappointed you, even if it's subtle. You might not believe God is mad at you. You might know the truth, but you might think, well, he's a little disappointed in me. You know, he's kind of like, you should know better. Um, You know, and the list goes on. So those subtle lies keep coming in. And so when that happens, we're not receiving the true gospel, the true gospel of grace. And... Um, you know and and I want to read that quote again the gospel reveals your value and the unfailing love of God toward your life. Jesus went to the cross because he loves you. He didn't want to live without you. He wanted to save you and set you free and give you eternal life and come to live in you and so as a result, he came and removed our sins as far as east is from the west and gave us the gift of righteousness or being justified just as if I never sinned. And so it's we have to remember this is all because of his great love towards us. You know, the fall of man, you know, God knew that would happen. But the deal is God doesn't force us to receive him. You know, love is not forced, but he had a plan to redeem mankind and set us free from everything that the enemy stole. You know, and so, but it was all because of love. He went through the excru- excruciating emotional and physical pain of the cross so that we could be free and that we didn't have to live in guilt and shame and condemnation there is therefore no condemnation for those in christ jesus romans 8 1. and so you know when the enemy comes in and tries to tell you you know there's something wrong with you you should have known better god's disappointed in you you should be disappointed in yourself you know you're stupid you you you're you're not worthy of love you know the list goes on It says here that justified means to declare, affirm, pronounce, one to be just and righteous, to declare guiltless, one accused. So when he tries to come in and accuse you, you remind him that you are guiltless because of the blood of Christ. You've been cleared of all charges. You've been acquitted. You've been vindicated. You are free you are approved of and you are acceptable to God. You're not just tolerated. You're accepted and approved and celebrated. And so we have to remember the truth of the gospel right in the middle of a failure, right in the middle of a negative thought. You know, so that's why you know everything that I share here is stuff that I need to hear as well. And this is how, you know, you you deal with rejection, too. You know, I'm going to tell you a little vulnerable story here um, that happened this week. But I am like a major animal lover. And um, I told you that I have some rescue fish. And that's a whole other story. And I love them. I have a 75-gallon aquarium now. I combine the two. And I just watch them. And I, and I got to know their personalities. It is very funny. So anyway, I've talked to other fish people and they agree. So if you don't agree, oh well. But I'm telling you, it's pretty funny that some of them, you can tell their personalities. Well, because I had gotten this larger tank, of course, I'm always like, well, there's room to rescue one more. You know, That's just the way I am. So I had two angelfish. And... Um, I think I had told the story of this before and I used to have angel fish when I was younger. Those are the triangular looking fish. Anyway, they're very cool. And so the one story is I was in the pet store getting this bottom feeder for the aquarium, which that didn't even work out, but I saw this angel fish alone in the tank and I was like, I can't do it. I can't leave it here. I just can't do it. So I brought it home, put it in the aquarium. And then I did some research and I found out they should not be alone. You need to have at least one more of their kind in there. So I went back to the store and I got this smaller angelfish. And as soon as I put it in the tank, they were like BFFs. I joke around to my family. They were either BFFs or their boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know. But anyway, they became insufferable in the tank. It's the sweetest thing, okay? I I told you I'm a ma- major animal lover. So because I got this larger tank, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna get two more angel fish because I have room for them, you know. And I read that it's good they can be in a school. It's good to have them in five or six if you can do it, but you have to have enough room in the tank. And so I got the two other ones and I noticed this one was kind of off on his own and this and that. And then I read that you could have five in there. So I thought, you know what, I'll just get one more. And little did I know, what happens is one of them has to show who the boss is. And so he was kind of picking on the others. And then all of a sudden the BFF ones, the one of them started picking on the other one and it's almost like he didn't want to be around him anymore. And it just broke my heart because I was like, that's my fault. I should have just left the two in there. And then, hold on, I dropped my notes here that I want to go back to. Um, but, but I was thinking about it. It's like he felt betrayed. I mean, I'm just, I'm a visual person. So I you know have you ever um had someone close to you just turn on you completely and not want anything to do with you I have had that done and it was very very painful and so it triggered that in me and I actually started crying actually for the fish and then I started speaking peace over it and all this And, you know, found out it's normal that they're doing all this and things are better in there, etc. But I noticed that it was a trigger because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this little one doesn't know what's going on. they were like inseparable. And now he doesn't want anything to do with them. And I was like, oh, it's my fault. You know, God's working it all out. Trust me. I was more upset than the little fish. Let's just put it that way. And so my point is that. You know, and but I am free (laughs) from that rejection completely free from it. Thank you, Jesus. And so, and I'm a stronger person because of it, to be honest with you. And um, we've all gone through it in one way or another. And so, I just want to share with you if that happens, rejection happens in your life, it's important to go back to the true gospel which says that you know your value is revealed through the blood of Jesus and that he was willing to go to the cross. Your value says that you um, are not guilty, that you are acceptable, and that you are approved of, and that you are right with God. I mean, that is amazing in that you have Christ in you. So in a way, it's like, who cares who rejects us? I mean, I'm not going to say it's not something we go through. But when we keep going back to the gospel and getting a revelation of how God views us, how God sees us, how approved we are by him, how cherished we are by him, how treasured we are by him, people's opinions or rejections of us isn't going to do anything. It'll be like water off a duck's back, you know, and I had a prophetic word by somebody at Karis, um, several, uh, probably about, well, six years ago. And one of the things they said is that that was going to happen to me, that people's Approval, etc., was gonna roll off of me like water off a buck's, a, a ducks ugh, a ducks back. Now I will tell you, it took a while. <laughs> it wasn't instant, you know. And I had plenty of opportunities to um, let that roll off my back, but I didn't, you know, all the time. So remember, it's not about perfection either. Um, But I do want to remind you that you will get to the other side of whatever it is you're dealing with. Um, I, you know, there were times in my life I was going through stuff. This was after my healing that I honestly heard the lie of the enemy telling me you're not going to make it through this. You're always going to be heartbroken over this. You're always this. You're always that. And let me tell you something. It's a lie from the pit of hell. But I had to deal with some past trauma and things in my life and, and, so, and let Jesus heal my broken heart. Let Jesus heal the, the, the grieving that I needed to do uh, based on some things that I went through and he did. And so I just want to encourage you, you will get to the other side. But I want to encourage you to remember that your worth and value is always in Jesus, not in your behavior, not in your ministry, not in who loves and accepts you, not in who asks you to speak, where, you know, I mean, that's where your worth and value is. And I want to go back to, because I'm talking about the, well, let me, let me just say this, okay. I want to go back to Galatians 2.21 says, I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. So the grace, I was looking up that word, means gift or blessing brought to man by Jesus Christ, favor, kindness. So it says, I do not nullify the grace of God. And so, Nullify um, means, I looked up those words, make of no effect, ignore, do away with, disregard, pass over, refuse to acknowledge, or reject. And I was thinking about that. When we choose to stay in guilt and condemnation or self-pity or whatever it is we are rejecting the grace of god now he will never reject us but we are basically forgetting the gospel whenever we stay in guilt and shame we are forgetting that jesus justified us and by faith receiving i'm talking about born again believer he did it for the entire world but to have it appropriated in your life is by faith and so um, we need to remember we're declared not guilty um, and that Jesus took the punishment and wrath for all of our sins. You know, that is good news. We have to go back and remember that. And, and it's kind of a labor to enter the rest in a way when you have blown it or whatever it is to remember to go back to, you know what, I, I know that, you know, I failed in this. But my worth is that I am the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. And nothing can remove that from my life. Not one thing. And so um, I want to go quickly again. I had talked about, um, I heard Joseph Prince say this a long time ago. And it really stuck with me. Um, I thought that was very cool, you know, to go back to it. But he said that... The only recorded sermon that Paul did is in is in Acts and 13. So I want to go back. I want to, I'm not reading the whole thing right now for time's sake, but I want to read Acts 13 38. So let's see what he said. He said, Um, let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man, he's talking about Jesus. Forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. And then it's interesting, as you go down to verse 42, it says, As they went out, the people begged that these things might be told them the next Sabbath. So when you start preaching the good news, those that want to receive, they can't get enough of it. You know, those who are kind of self-righteous, I hate to say it, they're like, I don't want to hear more about that grace. You know, when I got a revelation of grace, I tried giving uh, the Joseph Prince Destined to Rain book, which was one of the ways that I received a revelation of grace to pastors i knew etc and they read two pages and then gave it back to me so they were not i hate to say it but they weren't humble to receive the gift of grace the too good to be true news that that is true so but anyway and it says in acts um 13 the next sabbath Almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord, Um, you know, and so that is just amazing. The thing is, when you preach the good news, people are like, oh, my goodness, is this true? I mean, that's what I did when I found out that all my sins were forgiven, whether I confessed them or not i was like i need to see this in the word for me and so by faith in jesus sure enough past present and future sins were taken care of at the cross and so i didn't have to stress out about did i confess this sin because you know what it's impossible to confess every sin that you've done um you know when you when you have fear and anxiety that's sin i mean the list goes on so i used to confess and then i used to say and all those other sins that I don't remember. I mean, seriously. Now when I think about it, it's like, thank you, Jesus, that you took care of it. You know, anyway, I can say, you know, a ton of that. But I want to go back. It says... Um, Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. And I want to—I looked up that word "forgiveness" there in the Greek, and it means sending away a letting go, these are talking about our sins, sending away sins, a letting go of sins, a release of sins, a pardon, complete forgiveness, release from bondage. So again, if we start going into guilt and condemnation, we are forgetting that we are forgiven and we need to let it go. We need to, you know, um, release it from our life and say thank you father you know I blew it in this area and I'm not going to listen to the accuser because I thank you that you already took care of it and you love me and you're going to help me in this and and so it's relationship so I just wanted to encourage you in that going back and I'm going to do more a lot more teaching because I have time now I have a big Ministry break. I've actually been going, 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 and I actually um, have been asked to do several things this week, and I said no to every single one of them because I am um, looking forward to this break to have more time to study and be with my family and just be at home with my dogs and my fish and... um, I am enjoying, I enjoy studying the Word. And so I just want to, I like to do it in a simplistic way. Um, But I want to read this quote again. I've read it twice and I want to end with this so that we remember. The gospel reveals your value and the unfailing love of God toward your life. You know, this God who has unfailing love towards you, do you think he's going to withhold healing from you? Do you think he's going to withhold good things from you? No, he's not, because the gospel also includes healing, and he's already given us everything we would ever need by going to the cross and by resurrecting from the dead. And by coming to live in us, we have the very life of Christ in us. We have perfect healing in us, perfect love in us, uh, perfect righteousness in us. And so any thought, the battle is in the mind. Any thought that comes to try to accuse you and make you forget the gospel or make you forget your forgiveness and comes to make you live in guilt and shame, I encourage you, let go of that thought. Kick it out. Let it be, um, I think I posted this morning, it was from my book, you know, truth is a welcome guest. Don't let any voice try to talk you out of who you are in Christ. You have to consider that negative voice like a squatter. And you say, no, you can't come and live here. And so that's, I just encourage you, continue to meditate On the good news of the gospel continue to talk to your father continue to ask him questions Um, continue to seek him in relationship and and I know that you are doing that and I'm doing that as well but it's just a reminder to all of us to just continue in that relationship because we don't graduate from a relationship you know there's people in my life I'm getting to know them more and more, and we're going to be friends forever or family forever, and we still get to know each other. And so, you know, that I mean, how much more are Heavenly Fathers? There's just so much to get to know about Him, and He loves it when we fellowship with Him. So I just encourage you today to just spend some quality time with your daddy, and let him love on you, and thank him for Jesus. Thank you Thank you, thank Jesus for going to the cross. He loves that when we do that. We don't have to do it, but he I believe it's a gift to his heart when we say thank you, Jesus, for what you did. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, Please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.